The difference between the winners and losers in the entrepreneurial space are those that are able to survive and thrive in the winter versus those who fold and die. Ladies and gentlemen, winter is coming. Are you prepared for winter? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you ought to realize that it's just around the corner. Hey, I'm Bedros Koulian. Welcome to another episode of The Empire Show with our dear pal, Craigie Valentine. I'm from Canada, dude. It is winter like yeah. 350 days of the year up there. Dude, to that we are, point. We are prepared. It's like sunny and 80 degrees here, and on Friday, I'm leaving for Canada, Calgary specifically. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. And it's scheduled to snow. So, Seriously? Uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm going to take my construction S boots September, or something. September, man. Yeah, what does one wear? Speedos? Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Maybe that's what we do in Canada. We do Thermo insulated. The polar bear plunges, which uh, you have to be a real, real big person to do. Speaking of real big persons, Tony Tony Robbins. Robbins. Yeah, he, so... You got to do the voice. You got to do the voice when you tell the story here. So a couple years ago, Craig and I, we, uh, we had the good fortune to share the stage with Tony Robbins at Joe Polish's event, the uh, annual Genius Network event. So Craig and I are backstage getting mic'd up, and uh, Tony's on stage rocking the house as he normally does. And at the end of his talk, he starts talking about how, as an entrepreneur, you better be prepared. You better be prepared because winter is coming. And if you're not prepared to deal with the winter, if you're not made to, to survive and thrive in the winter, then you're going to be screwed. You didn't tell with the big hands, his big hands, and he says, and winter is coming. He does have a big bellowing voice. And yes. as Craig said, he takes these giant mittens that he has, as he calls his hands, and he's just clapping his hands. <laughs> and, say, <coughs> and he says, winter is coming, and you better be prepared for it. So... We're just pumped up backstage thinking like, holy shit, he's absolutely right. And so I realized very quickly that the difference between the winners and losers in the entrepreneurial space are those that are able to survive and thrive in the winter versus those who fold and die in the winter time. And that's what we want to talk about here today on this episode. Yeah, and so you go way back and you hear all these stories. Well, you know, look at you know, all these companies <coughs> that started in the Depression, like HP started <coughs> in the Depression. There's a couple other ones, very famous big companies. I think maybe 3M was another one or something yeah. like that. And it's because they found opportunity. While everyone else is running scared, they were looking for, oh, great, I'm going to take up market share. So uh, there's another famous story that you have of back in 2009 when you started yeah. Bitbody Bootcamp, when everyone's hitting the panic button. Everybody's hitting the panic button. You know that's a great opportunity yeah. for you to look into. I mean, dude, there it was, right? The economy crashed in 2008 here in the States. And at the, at the same time, I'm starting Fitbody Bootcamp. Gary Vaynerchuk is starting VaynerMedia. Yeah. And <clears throat> I've heard him talk about this in interviews, and we both had the same mindset, which was there's more employees now okay. available because unemployment went through the roof up and, to 11 Yeah, compared to today, where it's so hard. Yeah, right? So you have more employees who are willing to work for less dollars, and everyone started to contract. In other words, everyone's pulling back their marketing dollars, which means buying traffic online is dirt cheap. It was wholesale. I just felt that that was the right thing to do, to be able to hire more and to be able to spend more dollars in buying traffic. And in my business, in Fit Body Bootcamp, well, we operate in commercial buildings, in real estate space. 
And so all of a sudden there was all this real estate available and we were able to negotiate three months, five months, six months, up to eight months of free rent wow. for our Fit Body Bootcamp locations because there was such a surplus in the market. So when winter comes, with winter comes great opportunities like cheap employment, cheap traffic, and of course, cheap real estate. And if you strike, you will actually build a war chest so that when summer comes, you are like on top of the world. Yeah, and I think, but but the thing like that might even be the greatest factor is the that you have all those cheap things, but then you have the scared competition. Yes. And if you have the right mindset that, hey, listen, man, the economy might be crashing out there, but it doesn't necessarily mean the economy in my county or in my city or my state is crashing, or maybe I can just get up and go, or if you're an online person like me, hey, listen, if the economy of one country is down, it doesn't matter because I sell to 119 countries and not all of their economies are down and yeah. not every single group and, and so on and so forth is down. So stop getting so myopically focused that, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, it's bad for one group. Well, it's not bad for everybody. It's and by the way, that's what happens when big media starts to really talk about it and give society this whole... Uh, mob mentality of the chicken little syndrome. Oh yeah, the sky's right. falling. Sky's falling, everyone starts panicking. Before you know it, every talk around the water cooler, every talk, everyone's like, well, I'm losing my house, I'm just gonna abandon it. And before you know it, this guy who was like, you know what, I'm just gonna weather the storm, goes, you know what, well, if Craig's losing his house and he's gonna abandon it, maybe I shouldn't try and weather the storm. Yeah. Maybe I should just abandon my house too. too. I'll give up too. Yeah. And the give up too mentality starts to act like a brush fire and just catches on. You've got to disconnect from the negativity, from the fear-based mentality, from the media that's telling you to do the scariest things, which is to give up. The, the, the brave will actually take the risk and go all in. Yeah, so it's almost like you have to have that self-leadership that you talk about in Man Up. Mm -hmm. So what's the thing that our leaders who are listening right now, what do they have to have in place for themselves, mentally, physically, emotionally so that they can go out and be ready for it. Yeah, so <clears throat> like anything else, you gotta do like a fire drill, mm -hmm. right? If you remember in school, we used to practice fire drills. And uh, as far as I know, my kids still practice fire drills. And since we live in California, they practice earthquake drills. Okay. So that when there's an earthquake, when there's a fire, it's not like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Yeah. When the teacher yells fire and the alarm's going off, they know to all, you know, whatever, run out the door, go to a safe area, and when there's an earthquake and the different alarm rings, they know to go under their desks and protect their head and neck, et cetera. There's a fire drill that you have to prepare for. So start preparing for winter now by going through a mental drill and then do it on a marker board. If the economy crashed, if the housing market crashed today, what would I need to do to come out on top five years from today? Because that's usually, it's a five-year cycle when the economy improves again. What would my business need? Well, do I have enough money to market harder, right? Can I, can I drive more traffic? Do I have a way to create a product that's lower cost to get it to more people that have less income? If you don't, start thinking about what that product might be, right? So it might be that if you have a flagship product that costs $50,000, now you might want to consider creating a product and having it on the sidelines that costs $5,000. So that, or maybe it's $50,000 paid in full, but now it's $5,000 paid over 12 months so that people can afford it. But go through the fire drill of what would need to happen. Prepare for winter so that when winter comes, you go, that's right, I was gonna spend more money on Facebook, drive traffic to this lower priced product that has a continuity program to it, hire more employees at a cheaper price, price, yep. and that's how I'm going to thrive. And oh, by the way, go and look at my, my competitors and go, hey, 
are you, are you looking to give up? If you are, I'm looking to buy you out. Uh, like because my mentor, Jim Franco, I just interviewed him. It's one of the episodes. Uh, Ash, do you know what, what episode it is? Uh, the last episode. Okay, that really helped out. What? <laughs> you know, you, you, you <laughs> nut. Episode, I think, he thinks it's episode 115. I don't think it's 115. No. All right, so there's an episode with Jim Franco. Just go find it here on The Empire Show. And he talks about how every time, because the man is 76 years old, yeah. he's gone through a lot of economic crashes. And every time there was an economic dip, he bought out a company. He bought out a company. He was buying it for pennies on the dollar. And when we had Pat David here, I said, hey, Pat, winter's coming. What are you doing to prepare for it? He goes, Bedros, I'm putting away a lot of cash. I go, what are you going to do with that cash? He goes, I'm going to buy my competitors for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And so when you do that, you come out on top very quickly when the cycle turns back around in five years. So if you start kind of preparing for what is my game plan when the earthquake happens or when, in this case, winter happens, and winter is going to come in many fashions. Your industry might experience a winter. Sure. Right? Housing market is right now. Yeah. Housing market is right now. So it might be just industry specific. It might be country specific. It might be global. It might be internet specific. But if you practice all the different fire drills on how would I survive and thrive instead of how would I recoil and die, then you can take action in that moment. How do you prepare your team? Because they're going to be hearing the news media and they're going to be, they might personally be hitting the panic button and they're wondering, well, what, what about the company here? You know, is the company going to be okay? Because maybe if you're in a specific market where a competitor went out of business, like back in, you know, in the Bear Stearns days, like all the people at all these other banks must have been just like, oh my gosh, freaking out. It's my job. What's going to happen here? How do you, as a leader, prepare people? First of all, to weather the storm, but also to thrive and survive. Well, one, I already have a plan. And number two, I already have the conversation that I'm going to have with my team. Soon as we feel that this is happening, a winter is coming, and a winter is going to come, I already have, we're going to have a meeting in the Learning Center downstairs, and I know exactly what I'm going to say, which is going to be, we have them right where we want them. <laughs> it's my, we have them right where we want them talk. And I know that because we're going to have our competition right where we want them, because they're going to start contracting and recoiling and we're gonna to go to them and go, hey, we've got an offer that you can't refuse. And my mentor, Jim Franco, has taught me how to buy failing businesses, or at least businesses that are recoiling, with their own money. So in other words, instead of saying, hey, look, I'm gonna give you 500,000 or $5 million for your business, I'm gonna take control of your business model, pay you out, let's say, 20%, mm -hmm. I'm gonna use the revenue, the, the incoming cash flow, to buy back your business and put it into my fold. Got it. Right? And, and that's, that's the model you want. But I want, I'll be able to message that to my team so that they don't panic. Because if my team starts panicking, they go, oh shit, the competitors are going out of business. We might be in the, have the same fate. No, guys, we have them right where we want them. Right. This is our growth phase. The winter is going to be our growth phase. Yeah, so you actually turn winter into summer with the right mindset. Yes. Okay, what else do you have to do, whether it's, you know, preparing yourself, preparing, you know, like you went to mentors and you got the financial advice there because, like, that's not something that most people know, you know, and certainly not teaching that in school. So what else does somebody have to do to make the most out of any opportunity, not just, you know, like I don't want people to, people's business to go bankrupt or anything, but, you know, things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. So another thing you need to do that you as a leader, you must become emotionally resilient and mentally tough. Mm -hmm. Emotionally resilient and mentally tough. Like, be willing to risk it all and go all in. Because at the end of the day, if you're in business and you're worried about, well, I don't want to take big risks when winter comes, when the economy crashes, or when my industry goes through a massive shift because I might go bankrupt, 
What if you actually, the fact that you took the risk, it was what saved you from going bankrupt? And that takes mental resilience or emotional resilience and mental toughness to do. Not enough people are willing to be that tough. And so again, it's about preparation. You can't go, well, I'm just gonna stay soft right now, but once winter comes, I'm gonna be emotionally resilient and mentally tough. Right, so you're gonna switch it on overnight. Right, no one does that. So you have to start preparing now. When I do these six-week challenges, right, I talk about these six-week challenges, I do the six-week challenges to put myself out of my comfort zone, to do things that are scary so that I'm always mentally tough and emotionally resilient. I'm constantly flying around speaking, going to events. Like, I, I spoke for six hours in Pennsylvania two days ago. Then yesterday, oh, sorry, Saturday, I spoke for six hours in San Diego. Yesterday, I took a, a half a day of rest, and here we are doing this, and I got a half-day coaching client after this, and tomorrow you and I are running the Empire Mastermind. My point is constantly driving myself to push into the sides of my comfort zone, and by doing that, I'm, I've, discomfort has become comfortable for me. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's just another day, man. That's it, and You're so I am mentally and emotionally prepared, just like you are, yeah. to take on winter. Most people are constantly sitting in the middle of their comfort zone where it's the coziest, warmest, bubble-wrapped, <laughs> And they're thinking, but when winter comes, man, that's when I'm gonna shine. Yeah. No, dude, shine now. Yeah, that's, a, that's another reason why so many people should get to the Modern Day Night Project that you do, the, the 72 hours. Uh, 75 hours. 75 hours, the hell weekend that you guys have put together that takes somebody from that bubble wrap comfort yeah. zone and moves them to a position of mental strength and fortitude, which is just important, not only in business, but in personal life. And so maybe we could even talk about like, hey, listen, sometimes we're all gonna have a, a winter in our personal lives. You know, there might be a death in the family, there might be, you know, house burned down, something like that. Yeah, because there, if, yeah. if you don't have that mental strength now, and you're not ready for any of that stuff, you're not all of a sudden gonna say, well, if anything bad happens to me, I'm gonna be totally fine. No, listen, you gotta start building that stuff right now, right? What's funny is not enough people prepare for that, yeah. yet we know that death is imminent. Yeah. Death is coming for you or for the people around you. Mm -hmm. Disease is imminent for you or the people around you. It's just gonna happen sure. over time. They, they say if all men live long enough, they're gonna die of prostate cancer. Really? Yeah. Huh. So if we know that as a fact, what am I doing right now in preparation so that I can put that off as far as possible. It's what you're doing now to prepare. It's again, the fire drill, the earthquake drill, right? So there's divorce, there's death, there's personal economic situations that could happen. Your house could burn down. Those are all different winters yep. that may or may not come. But have you thought about what you would do if your house burns down, if your business burns down, if your 10 best employees quit and leave? That's a winter. Yeah. If your 10 best employees quit and leave and go start a competing business, what are you gonna do? Because if you have a plan for all those things, then when it certainly happens, you'll be prepared. And guess what, if the divorce doesn't happen, the home doesn't burn down, the employees don't leave, that's a plus. But there's still another winter coming. Guaranteed. Yeah, because right now, most people's plan is to hit the panic button. To hit the panic button, they have no emotional resilience, they have no persistence, no perseverance, and it's just all of a sudden, it's super drama about everything. And you know, right now, their drama is about, oh, I stubbed my toe, and it's a major, major life event. Imagine what's gonna happen. So you need to have some ruthless self-reflection to look at yourself and say, hey listen, how am I dealing with stress right now? You go and ask your team members, hey am I dealing well with, with the emergencies that come up? Ask your friends, ask your spouse, ask your partner, mm -hmm. ask your parents, hey am I dealing well with this well right now? And if not, where can I improve so that when anything comes around, whether it's personal winner or professional winner, you're better prepared for it. Yeah, because that winter is not always going to be a global economic crisis. No. It could be very personal to you, and how you respond to it versus react to it could be the difference of 
surviving and thriving or going away and dying. And we know so many great people, like really talented people. We're not going to drop any names here, but we know really great talented people who have gone through personal winters that weren't, on a scale of anything, weren't life-threatening. Yeah but they're no longer doing what they should be doing in life. Yeah, yeah, they get thrown off, they, they quit on their hopes and dreams because a little bit of a sidetrack, yeah. and you can't let that yeah, happen. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm thinking of one person who was a great copywriter who was married, and all of a sudden, uh, because of the divorce, he reached out, and it's like, hey, things are tough, and just it was a sob story. Like, dude, there's a 50% divorce rate. Yeah. That means there's 50% of society is going through some kind of winter, and you're a tremendous copywriter who just because you lack discipline and emotional resilience, the divorce threw you off kilter. Yeah. What a shame. And now he's not able to serve his community. He's not able to make the type of money he wants where he can cause impact with that money. Yeah, yeah, it is unfortunate. You know, actually, I spent the weekend with Tim Larkin up in Vegas. Good old Tim. I, I went to Tim Larkin's self-defense seminar. And this is not a self-defense seminar where you put on, like, those bubble suits and, and fight. With, within the first 10 minutes, we were taught how to gouge an eye out. Right. And it was all about destroying the other person so that you can get away safely and protect yourself. It was about, hey, this is when your life is on the line. Here's how you're going to react. And he said, you know, sometimes, you know, these, like I was in a room full of people who were very unassuming. You know, it was all lay people. It wasn't cops or anything. It was just, it was a, I called it like the room of old white people. And I was like the youngest, one of the youngest people in the room. And he said, you know, like this is what normally my audience is. And I might hear from somebody in two weeks. I might hear from somebody in two and a half years. You never know when this is going to happen. You know, sometimes you might, you might be getting gas in a neighborhood that, you know, late at night where it's just not the right neighborhood, but you got to get gas. And all of a sudden, somebody starts walking up and it's, it's a little weird. And you have to use this stuff to get yourself out of a tough situation. That's the type of thing. That's just life. There's all these types of random events. And so I'm always looking to prepare myself physically, financially, mentally, and emotionally for any of these things. I'm very much like Patrick Bet David. I got cash in the bank. Uh, my friend Simon Black calls keeping, keep some kindling, you know, because there is, he's keeping money in the bank because he knows that business are going to go out of uh, out of um, business, you know, they're going to go bankrupt in this winter, and he's going to look in, and there's going to be great opportunity. Yeah. And that's when the fortunes are made. So you can almost kind of look forward to the winter a little bit because you, you when know, you're strong enough. And, and to that point, I do, and again, I can't go into great details because the final acquisition hasn't happened yet, but I'm in the process of acquiring a, uh, a, a pretty big software company right now. And it's because this person's experiencing winter in their life, right. uh, the, the, the founder and CEO of the company is experiencing winter in their life, that I'm able to acquire a large portion of the company for pennies on the dollar. And it was an opportunity that kind of fell into my lap, and I'm taking advantage of that because I've got the means and the resource to. If, if I didn't, then I would be like, oh, dang, here's a great opportunity, yeah. right? Um, and going back to that, so that's his personal situation. Let me give you an example of my personal situation and a small winter that I had to go through. Uh, and sometimes it's a very, uh, what's the word, a very, it's not chronic, but it's a very temporary. Yeah, it's an acute winter, acute you know, winter. It's, it's a weekend snowstorm. You know, it's like years, Calgary. It's yeah. going to be a weekend snowstorm this weekend. You're going to be okay with it. Well, and, and that's what I'm talking about is years ago, you, you and Matt Smith got into my head that, hey, man, you should always carry $10,000 cash, some kind of gold, like yep. gold coins. And that's yep. why, you know, Van, Van Simmons there got, got me into gold. Um, with your recommendation, and then my passport. I carry it everywhere when I'm traveling domestic, mm -hmm. even when I'm domestic. And I think this was maybe six, seven years ago, whenever Hurricane Sandy happened oh, in right. New York yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. 
So New York is getting hit by Hurricane Sandy. I'm in Manhattan on a business trip, and all of a sudden, all power is dead. All the trains stop running. I mean, water's gushing out of the 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 the, the, the grate. Yeah. That's that's literally on it's the sidewalk. Flowing. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Every Starbucks is closed. Like the streets are empty. The wind is blowing. There's sheet metal flying around everywhere from all the construction, and everyone's going up and down the staircase because there's no power in the hotel. The hotel's putting out the best foods that they can. Like here's some grapes. Here's some nuts. Here's some whatever. By day two, like. <coughs> Excuse me. You can see anarchy was starting to set in. Sure. And most people are not prepared for anything no. to go off their routine. No one's using, taking credit cards anymore because there's no power electricity. There's no ATMs working. My $10,000 had dwindled down by day three, had dwindled down to $7,000 because I used three grand um, to get a guy who was going to drive me. So LaGuardia opened up. Uh -huh. JFK was closed, so I couldn't fly out. LaGuardia opened up but it, no one was willing to go through the tunnels because the cars would get flooded. Oh, wow. So I was able to call up a guy, he rented a, high, a, a, a big truck, was able to come and get me in Manhattan and drive through the tunnel in the high truck. It was high enough where it wasn't gonna take on any water to get me to LaGuardia so I can be on the first plane out. He needed that, he needed your Fit Body Bootcamp truck. He did need <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. And so to that point, I even had my passport, so if I needed him to drive me to Toronto so I could- Canada, right? Canada would always Finally. welcome you with open arms. As it always does. But any, any, you know, country that ends in IA, like Armenia and Canada were like sister countries. Sister countries, yes. indeed. Two foreigners running a podcast. Yes. In the United in States. In America. But, but that's the crazy thing about it, man. It's like, all of a sudden, this little liquor store was charging $37 for a wrapped sandwich. And I said, is this right? He goes, yeah, this is right. Because all of a sudden- Supply and demand, baby. Supply and demand. We're running out of food, right? And people were going nuts. But thank God I had cash. I had my passport. So that if things got really bad, I was going to have a different outcome. And, and those little winters do come in life. And whether it's economic, whether it's personal, whether it's industry specific, if you're not prepared, you're going to be fucked. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, first of all, don't get in trouble if you don't have to, but understand something's gonna happen, and if you are mentally prepared, if you are physically prepared, if you're financially prepared, it's gonna be turned into summer for you. Yes, indeed. Fast. And so to that point, if you like this show, if this show was able to change your life, please do me a favor, take a screenshot, share it in your stories, and tag a few people on it who can benefit from it. And as always, leave us a five-star review and comments on iTunes and Stitcher, and have an awesome day. We'll see you.